Alright, um, welcome back to Just Dudes Being Bros. This is our fourth episode, and today we are going to be talking about our favorite superhero films, a film that we like from our, fav- our least favorite genre, and a film that we hate from our favorite genre. Joining us today is Jack Stevenson and Mark Antico. Hello. Hello. This is, I am Nolan Yannis, and um, we'll just jump right into it. Jack? Yeah. What is your favorite superhero film? What's favorite good? superhero film. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, it's pretty easy for me. And uh, I kind of feel like an asshole because, I mean, this is pretty obvious, I think, to a lot of people. And So I've got two answers. And There's my, kind my, of a right answer for this in my head. Continue. I mean, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse for me. Okay. Best, best oh, right. superhero movie of all time. I mean, superhero movies, the reason I never get really into them, because everybody, I, I mean, everybody that I'm close to is, like, obsessed, especially with, like, the Marvel series. I remember people, like, freaking out as the Marvel movies came out. And I, I was never really, I mean, I would watch them, but I was never, like, anticipating, because a lot of them seem to follow along the same storylines to me. Yeah. And then if you knew if you knew anything about the comics, then you already knew how that shit was going to turn out. So it was like, I never really got into it. And at the same time, animated movies, I have I have really high expectations for in the way they make me feel, which I'll discuss again later in my relationship with animated movies. Good. But but Into the Spider-Verse, dude, when I actually finally sat down and watched it, let me tell you the the color animation unbelievable. Nolan and I were talking about the the editing skills that go into yeah. editing Miles' oh, character and how they crazy. literally they literally speed up his character as the movie goes on. So subconsciously he goes from being like this clumsy looking kid on screen to being like a trained Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, there's so the many movie, tricks. So in the movie, the, uh, the Spider-Man, like the Peter that gets brought in is, I think he's rendered at, or he's being like whatever at 24 frames a, a second. Um, but miles at the beginning of the movie only is doing 12 and then yeah. progressively as it goes on, he's rendered in higher and higher and anim- uh, frame has more and yeah. more frames. And by the end of the movie, he did that, you know, the shot where he jumps off of the building, that's his first 24 frame shot because he's finally, you know, come into the role of understanding spider, you know, right. what it means to be Spider-Man. That's I didn't know that. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I no, didn't and know I mean, that. and that's crazy. Like that's awesome. <laughs> I thought the writing was really, really good too. And then whenever you take that writing and then you pair it with special effects, the way that they had special. I mean, every superhero movie, in order to be considered good, I think has to have good special effects. But I mean, that movie took its animation and special effects to another level, I think. I mean, it's it's a piece of art whenever you sit there and watch it and the way that it literally explodes on the screen. So just, there's really no other answer for me than, than that movie. I, I, I absolutely I love, love when a uh, when a movie like that gets so much recognition for, like, how precise and how much hard work people put into it. Because, like, yeah. every every movie with a decent budget there is a team of people slaving over it for months into years. And half of the time, more than half of the time, it gets no recognition for it. So this was like, when I watched this movie, it was like, I could see how much work went into it. Animation's another beast, like on its own. Yeah, it's That movie, mind you, is hand animated. Right, yeah. dude. I mean, Can that's you what I'm saying. Sitting in a room and trying to draw that entire movie. Like, it's yeah. I mean, and the amount of detail that they add, and it's just, it is so well, everything about the movie is well done. 
you know, like even the the, the soundtrack was great. You know, like yeah, yeah, no, oh, that's yeah, a, baby. It, it's us, an amazing movie. That the, movie, amazing. that movie gave us uh, Sunflower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm ready to see. All, I'm ready to hear agree. your answers that's a, here. That's a very good one, but it's not my correct answer, Nolan. Let's see if you have the correct answer. Um, I doubt I'll have the correct answer. Um, as definitely, I would say the biggest superhero fan in this call. Um, there are many things that I factored in. Um, what type of superhero movie are we thinking? You know, strictly comic book superheroes, yada yada yada. Um, so my f- honorable mentions, as always. Um, I have The Incredibles. Um, I knew you were going to say that, dude, because it's on my <laughs> list of honorable mentions, but I just fucking knew that you were going to say it. <laughs> dude, The Incredibles is amazing. It is. Um, yeah, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, it's just a great movie. I never um, even I never even would have thought about The Incredibles. That's such yeah, a good, I mean, that's a pretty good pick right it's there. It's fantastic. Gonna... You got to go back and watch it every once in a while. Yeah. It's still so um, good. I have Blade in there, if you guys have ever seen Blade. What? Nope. The first, so Blade is, it's like a vampire hunter, but it's the first, <laughs> it's one of, it is credited as like the first superhero movie to kind of come out for like the Marvel era. It came out, I think in the late nineties and it was the first superhero movie that was successful. Um, and it ended up getting a, I think it, there's three of them and I, I've seen up to the second one. Um, and, you know, they're fine, you know, but I think. As movies, you know, favorite, iconic, great superhero movies, I had to include it in my honorable mentions just because of what it is. Um, and then lastly, I have The Punisher on there. Um, I just, Not I don't know why. Oh, wait. Yeah, Are you I'm talking, talking about, about The movie. Punisher movie? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know why, but it came to my head when I was making this list. And if it sticks in my brain to be, uh, you know, up there with The Incredibles, I was like, all right. And then lastly, the only one that was on the fence was Logan. Logan. Logan was brilliant. I think honestly it might be the my the best superhero movie in my opinion. Um but why? Everything about Okay, first of all, they use a full CG face in it. There's a scene where it's a 100% full CG face that I thought like that that, that is just too good. Like, I literally saw this on a TED Talk. Um you're pulling Logan, up a picture right now? C- CGI face. Um, yeah, so... Oh, shit. There's a scene um, so it's like where not, they, it's like they, walk by, they walk by each other, and they literally CG'd from like, his chest up, right? So everything, it, was, it was a flawless face CG. And then, and then on top of it, the action was amazing. The girl who, the little girl who fucked shit up in that movie the girl was, was incredible. a badass, dude. She was so cool. The action was really well done. I think it had a good arc. You know, it kind of wasn't like a normal superhero movie because it did, you know, it ends kind of on like a sadder note, you know. Um, I think it's a good, uh, I think it's a good movie, you know. But my favorite, I'm very basic, Captain America, just because like uh, Captain the first, The first Captain America? Yeah, um, I mean, I do. Li- I love Civil War, um, and I think it's a better movie. But as my favorite superhero film, it's Captain America. I've seen it uh, half a trillion times. Um, I just love Steve Rogers. Um, I love That's Chris fair. Evans. That's fair. Every, and that movie's goaded. 
Every now and then you have to surpass actual technical aspects just for what you genuinely love to watch. So I'll give you credit there. I almost picked yeah. Thunderbirds because of a nostalgia aspect. And no one I've ever met outside of my childhood friend and I have seen Thunderbirds, it seems. I've so, never seen it. Thunderbirds yeah. is a bunch of planes? No, Thunderbirds are go. <laughs> it's a great yeah, one. Yeah, it's a bunch of birds, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Birds. Shut up. Um... Uh, have you seen the movie Zoom? No. I think so, yes. That's the one with, <laughs> that's the one with Nicolas Cage? No, the other dude. Uh, fucking uh, the Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. No, see, I, I still know what you're talking about. Um, why can name? I not remember his name? That's going to bother me now. Uh, Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Tim Allen. Dude. Oh, I know what your superhero movie is. I think I might know what your superhero movie is, Mark. Yeah, let's not spoil, but it seems pretty <laughs> obvious. I'm pretty shocked that neither of you even like mentioned it. Because like there's no real arguing. It. I'm not I'm not usually one when it comes to this kind of stuff to be like, no, no, no like I'm right, because there's no right answer. But there's a man who came into the superhero movie world and said, Oh, Oh, this is how you guys are doing it? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot. No. He came in two thousand eight and he fucked shit up. No, not Shark Boy and Lava Girl. No, no, I know. No. <laughs> I think I, That's think what I, I was thinking. No, no I think if, I know what I he's was, gonna say. If I was going with my heart, like one hundred percent, like my, my seven year old heart, one hundred percent. Shark Boy and Lava Girl is an OG. But as the best superhero movie, period, is Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. Yeah. And, okay. And I don't think that can be disputed. I'll give you credit. I that was that was one that I was really considering for a long time too. Yeah. yeah like, because, come on. But Chris like, yeah. directed it. Heath fucking Ledger, arguably okay? one of the best, arguably <clears throat> one of the best performances on screen to date. No, that's. I think that's probably the best uh, performance in a superhero movie that exists. And then Christian Bale was just movie. a fucking solid Batman. He the part and yeah. the world that Christopher Nolan was trying to create perfectly less less of the movie as a whole though you know I loved Heath Ledger I almost said that movie just because of Heath Ledger's performance but the yeah. question's not about like you know favorite performance it's about movie as a whole I mean Heath Ledger absolutely knocked that out of the park but I don't know I understand your justification completely it was, yeah, com- my, it was yeah, a, I mean it was unlike was... anything previous to it so yeah, I mean, I mean, if I were to make it broader, I'd say that entire trilogy because that's just but, if I want to watch a superhero movie, I don't think twice. I watch one of those three movies. I also it's think just, that's that's one of the. Uh, I think that another movie that I think of superhero movie is the first Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. It's like, a great it's a movie. Good, solid movie. Um, Serious question: um, What is the last good superhero movie that DC made? They was it, was don't it, even get me started. Was it Dark Knight? Question, it was yeah. probably Dark yes, Knight. It was, it was probably Dark Knight. It was. <laughs> Everything that followed that was was not. Not do Birds of Prey. <laughs> we did see that, and it was and, not me bad. Me and Nolan saw it in theaters, and we walked out, and we were like, that wasn't as bad as we were expecting, but it was still subpar. DC made the Shazam. It had a music video halfway through the movie. Uh, what the hell was that? It was cool. Wait, yeah. Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman is DC? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't put that together. Aquaman? 
Aquaman, I literally watched the first two minutes of it, and I go, this looks like dog shit, and I turned it off. Like, I literally, <laughs> <laughs> like, that was it. I read one and review. I love superhero movies. I read one review for Aquaman that just said, uh, Jason Momoa swims around in jeans for 12 minutes of this movie in total, and I still haven't seen it because of that review. I've heard that's 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 stupid. I've heard Batman versus Superman is one of the worst movies of all time. It's not and that's, good. that's a reason it's why not, I, I kind of want to watch it. Uh, because it's I want to see bad. how bad it is. Hey, the bad. action, the action bad. is entertaining, man. It is Wonder Batman Woman fighting Superman, but that's you it. could say Wonder Woman. There's a lot of people. I mean, I listed Wonder Woman as one of the most overrated movies. I think a, 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 like last episode or the episode before, because I, I genuinely think it was. But I think you could maybe say Wonder Woman was a a socially commercial success yeah commercial success that's all they really that's all they're worried about yeah but i mean everything else was pretty just shit i mean just i think man of steel man of steel wasn't dog shit i was was i was pretty hopeful with man of steel i was like cool you know it was a little Um, dark for superman which is what everyone says with it it. yeah man like if if the director says fuck it i want to go dark with superman like i don't know then if you go got dark that, Superman. if you got that position, yeah, you can do whatever you want. I know. And Suicide Squad, I will admit, the I've never snuck into. I've only snuck into one movie in my life, and it was Suicide Squad because I refused to give them money. I was like, I'm not gonna support this movie. <laughs> like, I saw Sausage Party, and then I was just like, oh, well, I saw, you, know, I, you paid thirteen dollars <laughs> for a Sausage Party. I paid ticket. for Sausage Party, and then I I went to. Um, Sausage to, to Party is Squad. awesome. Sausage yeah, Party is great. Hysterical. <laughs> Love fucking... Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is one of my favorite people. Yeah, I I really want to meet him at some point. That would just be amazing. All right, hold on. We're already tracking on what like nearly fifteen minutes. Let's get on to our to our second little day here. What's the Number second two. one? Uh, um, it's a film you like from your least favorite genre. Oh, okay. I can He's start this first, one off. First. I can start this one off here. Um, okay. So I have two genres that I would say are my least favorite. And that's, I mean, I'll, I'll give them a chance <laughs> if I genuinely want to, but... I'm just not, I'm really pushing myself to be broader and to get more into it uh, because I know that I need to. Um, and those are anime and like thriller and horror movies. I just, I just don't do them. Anime is because I was never really exposed to it and it's such a, like a niche entertainment it? type it's, yeah no i do i think you have to break into it's it so it's niche. no 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 it's more no yeah it, you, <laughs> i agree i agree with jack where you have to get you have to get into it you can't just yeah. sit down and watch an anime, anime yeah. movie you have to kind of understand like it makes you uncomfortable you're uncomfortable first, watching yeah. it until you get used to it so i i think i need to get used to it and then thrillers and like like horror movies, I'll go on and on about how sad movies that end sad are awesome. Manchester by the Sea. I remember people were like, "Why the fuck was this movie even made?" And I was like, "Because a, you know, sadness is an emotion, and that movie wants you to be sad, so that's awesome." And then I am a total hypocrite because I turn around and I'm like, "Why the fuck do people even make horror movies? Like, why do they want to make me feel that way?" <laughs> I don't watch a movie so that I can like feel uneasy about walking down the street Mm -hmm. and then at the same time 
I respect it nowadays because I realize it holds that power. Um, for like thriller and horror movies, it's a more recent watch, and I gave it three stars because there were a lot of plot holes. Um, but just in terms of entertainment value, The Invisible Man. Really, really? Yeah, really, I digged it entertainment-wise. I mean, yeah, there were some times where I was sitting there. My sister fawns over that movie. She was begging me to watch it for weeks, and then I finally did. And I was pointing out all the plot holes to her, but she was like, just shut up and watch it. And I was like, okay. So I just shut up and watched it, and I enjoyed it for the entertainment aspect. And then in terms of anime, I finally got around to it. Your name. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally, it only took you like three weeks. I told Nolan, <laughs> I told Nolan, uh, I don't know where to go anime wise from that. That if I'm gonna break into anime and like actually watch it as someone who appreciates it, I mean, I don't know how something could best that. Nolan and I were breaking down all of my favorite scenes. I told him that not only were the special effects and I mean, obviously the hand drawn graphics just phenomenal. I can't. Uh, you know, credit the the artists that made that movie enough. But the writing was mm-hmm. really, really good. I told yeah. him I told him it was like <laughs> it made me I mean I finished it and I was like that I turned to my sister because I got her to watch it with me. And I was like that right there was like inception uh but way more artistic. Yes. And with your heart, bro. Yeah. yeah. And your heart. Inception's and like a and you're just like I fell for it your name and I understand it. <laughs> And, it, and it's not yeah. like a cut and dry, you know, you know where the story's going to go. That movie confuses you in a great way oh, yeah. because you're sitting there watching it and you're like, God, this isn't very good. This movie's confusing as shit. And then if you power, if you power through it long enough, you realize that the script writers knew exactly what they were doing. You start doubting their abilities and then all of a sudden it gets to a certain point where you're like, oh, oh mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. That old and moment is so satisfying. The first time you watch it. I mean, Dude, I when I had that old moment, I burst into tears. I'm just like, oh fuck, don't fucking joke. Like this is what's about to like happen to me. Like, am I seriously gonna have to fucking deal with this? I, I mean, you I know? to be fair, should, I, okay. Should, are we talking spoilers here? Are we gonna spoil your name? Well, okay. So I, for, I, mean, for, I think for the sake of it, if you're listening to this at this point. We are going to talk about the spoilers of your name. Yeah, pause it, go watch it. You will not ever regret it. And yeah, then and come I literally back. stop watching this. We got like six people, maybe watching this. Listen <laughs> to this, right? Stop your watching uncle, this. Your <laughs> uncle, my dad. <laughs> yeah. Dad, stop my watching. Grandma, go watch this. My anime grandma movie. fell asleep. <laughs> grandma, Couple go watch your name. Yeah, wake up, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "What?" <laughs> you start clapping. Hey. <laughs> But so, yes, yeah, that is why we uh that's why we badgered you so much. People who have seen it understand. People who haven't seen it look at you like you're a crazy it. person. No, I mean, like dude, whenever we were talking about this, whenever Taki it miss miss uh shit, I, I can't even pronounce her name. Okay. Mitsua uh, goes to like write her name on Taki's wrist. And the the editing to the point, I mean, it's it's perfect because it's an animated movie and you know how hard it is to edit that together in that way and it is so fluid in the segment when he she's writing her name on his on his wrist so he won't forget or on his palm and then the fucking pen drops to the floor because uh. they ran out of time 
and you are pissed because that immediately happens and then everything goes to a high angle. So you just subconsciously feel absolutely like helpless you're, you feel like you're wa- yeah the, the entire movie you're yeah. just watching this fucking train wreck and yeah you're just like get out of the way yeah Fall in love get out move and then it just the train keeps going it's basically i, I like already it's basically I like already, you're running a yeah. marathon and someone just stops you right before you get to the finish line they're like hey hey it's over turn around <laughs> and you're like what the, mm. yeah no, I mean, and I, they're like, they're like, this race has been over for three years. <laughs> Shut up! And you're like, what? They're like, you're not actually racing right now. You're like, oh fuck, what? <laughs> what's my name? <laughs> they're like, look at your wrist. You're like, what's happening? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the realistic nature that, like, the dude wakes up as a girl. First thing he does is grab his uh, chest. Yes, dude. Anime is real about. I was, that I was like. I was like, because I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I wouldn't be like, I'd be shocked. I'd be like, you yo, wouldn't be why? like, whoa, I have long hair. You'd be like, I have bonkers on my chest. Yeah, yeah. The f- Got a couple yeah. of gallon jugs. Jesus. But it was, I mean, but, I always knew that anime was going to be, um, you know, visu- visually pleasing. And I knew it would be visually pleasing. That if you have an appreciation for just good visuals and color schemes and graphics then there's a lot of anime that you can appreciate but as someone who really delves into the writing the way that dialogue is built the way that the storyline progresses phenomenal and that's so that's the thing with anime is it if you like the visuals if you just like flashy shiny action you know there's plenty there's of anime there's for plenty that. yeah there's plenty of anime that only but has if you that. like you know if you like a good a very complex plot luckily that's all anime is, you know? It's yeah, like, dude. oh, you know, we need to make a thousand, you know, these mangas are th- hundreds of episodes, you know, these, these shows are thousands of episodes, you know, and they can be. You know, the plots are so, so complex. They have no limit. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, like, um, like regular movies, live action movies, there is a, there is a, a boundary where when you're watching it, even though there's a su- suspension of disbelief, for a second while you're watching it you know that it's in the realm of the same reality you're in when you sit down and watch an anime movie it is like dude things that you didn't even know could happen or like exist in any world happen and you just have yeah. to accept it and that's why it, totally. yeah dude the plots totally. are just unbeatable it was great yeah and my and, brother and for me for me the thing Actually, you first. You first. I was just gonna say, I, I, I was just talking about your name with my brother. He's, he's honestly a bigger anime guy than I am, and he said the director of your name, uh, he just came out with his follow up to your name, like it just recently All came right. out. Well, Shit. I'm watching that. I know. Right now. Um, All right, I'm ready. You to... know, so what I was saying with the the advantages of um, anime is that you get cool cool what drew me to anime was the ability you know to make the camera anywhere you want you know you pick where the camera is there's not that physical limitation of what you can do yeah which brings me to my favorite um my favorite film from my least favorite genre um which is my i do not do scary movies all right i think (laughs) yeah i don't do that um, I mean, like, I'll watch it if, you know, someone's like, will you please, please watch this with me? And I'm like, you know, is this my only choice? Um, 
but the movie I picked, well, this is kind of like half cheating. It's like a horror. It's technically a horror movie. It's called Upgrade. Um, it's just this super cool Blum, Bloomhouse movie made for four million dollars, and how it ties into the cool camera angle was so the the, the plot of this movie is this guy is a paraplegic and he um it gets this thing the ship put into the back of his head that allows him to uh to walk right and it pretty much walks for him and it turns out that he can do a lot more than walk right he can huh. fight and all that bs um and it's fucking awesome but ever since he gets that stem implanted in him all you do is you see the movie from that from the kind of that assisted perspective the camera will move um um will move with the character depending on on how he's oriented because he can't move himself so what they did was um they put an iphone on top of in the chest of the actor while they were recording him and had its gyroscope active and the camera would just copy the the gyroscope of the um of the iphone depending on where the actor was lying looking and standing in relation to the camera huh. um i'm looking at the movie right now that's pretty insane it's it's a fuck it's a super cool movie Dude, it, and if you realize it was made for four million dollars it profited like, it profited like 13 million dollars at the box office i saw it and i was like one of the only people to go see this in theaters um and I got one of my friends to go with me who was just like, I've never heard of this movie, you know. Um, I would recommend it. Like, if I can get a movie recommendation for both you guys, I would give this. I would say this is it. It is Upgrade. a super cool movie. Oh, um, I totally – now that you pulled it up, I totally know what this is. I never saw it. But it, yeah. it reminds me a lot of Venom without the Venom. <laughs> it's this 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 review it says 2001 um meets robocop meets the crow meets blade runner meets her meets death wish meets minority report nice and i think that's a great way to put it like that's what it is um yeah it's cool it's it's totally a movie that um i would recommend checking out um uh yeah and mr markey what is yours uh, well, I'm in the same boat as y'all as far as I don't really have a least favorite genre, but I don't tend to go towards like horror or thrillers just because like 90% of the time when I'm watching a movie, I'm in bed and it's late at night and I don't want to do that. Nolan, can you stop looking up pornography, please? I'm trying to, I'm trying to speak. Okay. <laughs> this is going out Sorry, to all Mark. six of our family relatives. I got to focus up. Uh, You're the one who texted me saying, hey, please put on some porn. Dude, I can't focus. Let's not talk about that. All right. um, so <laughs> I have I have video proof that that's not true. But uh, let's uh, let's backtrack. So I don't I, I don't like scary movies that much, especially when I sit through a full movie and the plot is subpar. And the only difference in me after the fact is that my heart rate has risen. I feel like that's stupid. Like, I just, I'm like, oh, okay, you got me the jump. Congratulations. There was no story. But uh, there was one time in high school. What are you looking at? I don't, like, it's like Focus, a, it's like a screen can't, share dude. thing. I can't when you're looking, when you're putting that up there. Uh, Sorry, bro. I'm just flexing Johnny upgrade. So there, there was a time in high school when I got invited to, like, a big group going to the movies one Saturday. It was, like, a bunch of people I didn't know, a few, like, upperclassmen. I was like, ooh. And it was an R-rated movie. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> and uh, and I really didn't want to go because I knew it was a horror movie. But they were like, come on, come on. These people are coming. So I went. 
and I saw uh, Don't Breathe in theaters. And it was the first experience with like a thriller movie that I've had where the plot was sufficient enough to me where like I was invested. I have not seen the second one, but uh, the first one was a was a great experience experience in the theater. It's about a blind man. These three like younger people break into his house, yeah. and this blind man turns out he knows like he's a lot more dangerous than they think he is. He knows and, everything about the house. Yeah, yeah. He he knows every square inch of the house, and he turns off the lights so they can't see, but he still can because he knows the house. It's fucking. It's crazy. Um, and yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I was like, wow, that's. That's the only one that I can remember. I think everyone has that like high school, middle school, first horror movie and theater experience. Mm-hmm. And mine, mine was in like sixth grade, and a bunch of these really you know cool kids in my neighborhood got me to go with them and see uh, the the Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe. What the? I haven't seen. And that. I'm telling you right now, I was in sixth grade. And hold on, Nolan, look this up. Give us a visual of the Woman in Black. Um. I was in sixth grade and I wasn't really like a big film guy yet, you know? But let me tell you, I knew then and there that this was just gonna be shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I started watching it and yeah, I mean, to be fair, it was scary. But I mean, I was a sixth grader and I was sitting there thinking about how piss easy the script was. I could write a story about a guy who goes and buys a cursed mansion and moves in and then deals with a ghost of a woman whose daughter's body was buried in the swamp like dude that's not it's not difficult i was like come on i know daniel radcliffe is like really reaching for stuff now him and his fucking gun hand movie right, that he has yeah, he's basically he's doing anything that catches his eye quite literally. it was just i mean it was just not it was not good so i mean i, I totally get what you mean i'm glad that you had a better experience than i did <laughs> that that top review that Nolan just pulled up says Harry must stop nearly headless Nick from killing him. The plot is quite boring. <laughs> That's pretty good. The plot is quite boring and cheap. <laughs> I like the part when the kid drank bleach. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gwen Nightingale. <laughs> Look at that one. Hold on. Someone just said, was, "Girl, I am so bored. was forced was forced to watch this in French class in year eight or nine. Scared the shit out of me." <laughs> Who the fuck is watching that in French class? Some weird French teacher that has a weird obsession with Daniel Radcliffe. Mm. All right. Uh, All righty. So now we are up to our last question. Is a film that you hate from your favorite genre? I'm going to start this off because I kind of screwed the pooch because I didn't realize that my answer for this one was Suicide Squad. Um, So I'm changing it now. Um, Not really because I still hate Suicide Squad, but just – my least favorite movie ever, which is um, called Drumroll, please. Well, Your I... least favorite movie ever. I'm really ready to hear this. It's actually, it's just the, the movie I hated the most. And it's pretty not surprising. Um, it's called Evil Bong 3 The Wrath of Bong. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I was expecting it. I'm sorry. I was expecting it to be some kind of classic, like, you know, Psycho or um, Halloween or just something that Nolan goes off on. Dude, Evil Bong 3 is. What do you mean? Evil Bong 3, The Wrath of Bong. The Wrath of Bong. Not even The Wrath of, like, The <laughs> Bong. Like, 
Yeah, so what happened was, is my friends and I, this was like 7-Eleven a couple years ago, and we were going from, you know, we are going to every 7-Eleven in like a, we were taking three cars and going and just driving from 7-Eleven to 7-Eleven. Um, and this movie was at one of the 7-Elevens, and it was like a dollar. And I was like, Evil Bong 3? You know, and we are all like, yeah, sure, I guess we'll watch this. You know, maybe it might be so bad it's funny. You know, that's kind of what we expected. Well, no, it's just bad. It's literally just bad. Like, there's not a single redeeming kind of funny. Like, there's not nothing. There's nothing, nothing good about this movie. There's someone on Letterboxd that gave it five stars. If you look oh, at the God. rating there, someone. Yeah, but I don't have a review. Let's see. Yeah, it's just so bad. Everything about the movie's stupid. It's about like the, it looks like it was sh- like I could shoot a better movie, probably on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> This guy just said Chris Nolan could never. Chris <laughs> Nolan could never. Could never. Yeah, no, it's stupid. Like, they end up going, like, they get sucked into the bong, and, like, the bong from the first movie, because there's three of them, or, like, more than one. Um, she's, like, the protagonist. The evil bong from the first movie is the protagonist for this film. Um, it's E.B. the evil bong. Just, uh, you can tell that whoever film. made that movie was obviously like, like, dude, we're gonna make a movie for stoners, and they've probably never smoked weed in their life. Either that, or they were high the entire time, and they were like, "This is genius," and then they watched <laughs> it no, after, and they were like, "Shit!" Look, this is, these are all this guy's movies that he made. How much money did they get for that movie? Do you do you, mi- do you mind looking it up? Look up the budget for Evil Bong Three. <laughs> Wrath of Bong. Make sure to put that in there. I mean, if it's more than a million dollars, dude. Six dollars, maybe. If it's more than a million dollars, I'm dropping out of college. How much does an iPhone it cost? Made... Uh... So this is his performance. I'm trying to see its cost. It made a whopping twenty-five thousand dollars opening weekend. <laughs> twenty-five grand, bro. I'll take that. Let Honestly, open that. yeah, opening weekend. What? It doesn't. Where the hell? Uh... Who played it in theaters? 3D, dude. This was a 3D film. Wait, there's boobs in this movie, though. There's boobs, like full, full of boobage. Nice. Oh, then you got the weird, creepy guy. You got the creepy, yeah. the, the creepy guy uh, casting. All the dudes that want to just come in and like, ha, titties. Like, what's good? What's good? We're going to make a stoner movie. Um, we're holding auditions for oh, big titties. Oh, so there's titties. six of them. There's six evil bong movies, so this is just halfway There's through. six of them? Of course. Well, because the first shit. three were so successful, they had to make a second. It trilogy. does not tell me how much it cost. It doesn't want to tell you how much. It, it doesn't. Cost. Yeah. I mean, it probably cost like six dollars. <laughs> what the fuck? So this is the first one, and apparently it's decent. Tommy Chong, Evil Bong. Oh. Evil Bong seven seven seven. Tommy Chong in yes. Evil Bong. Tommy Chong, hold on. That's not like <laughs> Tommy Chong from Tijin Chong, is it? Probably. No, what I, the I don't fuck? Know. I would. I hope not. Yeah. No fucking way. Oh no, Yo, it dude. is. <laughs> no man. Why? So this is how he, it ended up. Hey man, so this he is tried. What happens. This is what happens when you smoke weed. He tried no. to t- take the Rogan route. It just didn't work no. out. No. Cheech and Chong up and smoke one, is so good. It's an all-time classic, and now he's making the Evil Bong series. <laughs> Evil Bong might be good. All right, we can't get stu- we can't get hung up on this. We got to hear Marky's answer here. Yeah. Uh, so this was the worst movie. I'm just gonna do the worst, like the 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 movie that I think, like, 
taught me so much because it was the first movie. Okay, no one's playing the trailer for Evil Bong 420. And it, and it says <laughs> he's back from the Bong world. Wait, right? is this the fourth installment and they called it Evil Bong 420? Because if they did, I, yes, like credit, yes. like big respect. Yes, yes. Hold okay. on, we can wa- we yes, can watch that trailer after we finish this, but we I mean we Yeah, no, I just okay. was going to put it on while we were just to have something on there. Of course. Well, okay. Uh yeah, this was the the worst movie experience watching experience I can think of. Uh and it it is from one of my favorite genres, which is just like stupid comedy. One of my favorite movies still is Step Brothers because it's Will Ferrell and what's his face just Yeah being themselves and john c Riley, yeah just being hilarious respect on his name there yeah yeah my fault he he's incredible uh oh what's his character in that youtube series steve brule please look that up later he plays his character it's like a funnier die sketch kind of thing and it's the first time i like piss my pants laughing but uh back on track the worst movie that i ever watched in theaters or probably period is called Holmes and Watson. It is those oh, yes. two actors. Yes. It is Steve. Steve? It's John it John C. Riley. Yeah, Will it's Ferrell. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. I know what you're talking about. Me and my Even entire... I saw that movie. Me and my whole family like, went, dude. We went like Thanksgiving <laughs> Day. Sucks. We went Thanksgiving <laughs> Day. We didn't know what to do with ourselves. We were like, this movie can't miss. Like, it's these two guys. And within yeah. the first 10 minutes, I turned to my brother and I said, if this is seriously how it's going to be, we might have to leave. And he was like, no, nah, it'll, it'll be all right. And then by the end of it, we were like, we made the worst decision of our lives. Dude, it's this it's terribly movie, rated movie. Letterboxd is a, is a place where any movie can get a five-star rating. And it says it right there on Nolan's screen, 1.5 average. Yes. I mean, that that's it's got to be one of the worst rated movies it, I, yeah, I didn't even want to see this movie. I was like, this looks <laughs> fucking stupid, you know? And I watch, a, I, I am more than happy to watch a stupid, you know, blockbuster movie. I can live with that. That just gets me through two hours. Right. This, this was, I had faith in I it, dude. No I was like, these two guys were my saviors in my childhood. Like, I could, I can still quote Step Brothers, like, easily. I had so much faith going in, and I was just so pissed off. The other thing is that my dad refuses to go to a movie theater he'll go maybe t- once twice a year and like it better be a good one like he'll see like dunkirk or 1917 like he'll see movies that he wants to see but that's about it we dragged him to this movie and we walked out and he was like livid he was like that was so bad but it really taught me like things not to do like when i'm when you're watching your own work eventually here are the things to look out for. Here are the red flags. It was really, it was an educational experience. Well, I mean, it's the same director as Get Hard. Even, classic, okay, so. but even Get Hard was somewhat entertaining. Like, you put two funny guys on a screen, usually they can pass for like a two-star kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, Holmes and Watson just I really... I hate that genre. This whole genre? Yeah, just moneymakers. I hate that. Cash crops. They suck. Like uh, the one where the house becomes it. That one's actually kind of funny. The house becomes casino. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, what? yeah. Oh. oh. With Will Ferrell. Um, yeah. Game. No, it's not game night. I do know what you're no, talking about. No, game night was good, though. It is in it the was. genre, though. Uh, the house. The house. <laughs> yeah. 
the house. It was, it's it's it was literally enjoyable. just called the house. It is. Yeah, because the house always wins, man. Dude, these are oh, nothing wow. but money makers. They're like, okay, who has a script for a Daddy's celebrity home? that'll make us millions the internship? of dollars? Talladega Nights is goaded though. That's back before it was money grabbers. Oh yeah, that yeah, that was that was actual. Or comedy. I guess they were money grabbers and we just didn't know. No, they were just well Other done. Other guys, if you guys haven't seen that yet, you need to. I think I've seen it. Will Ferrell's? Oh yeah, he's Will Ferrell's goaded. Let's let's just make that clear. Oh yeah, was a soccer club. Goaded. Okay. Goaded. I can get into this. Um, you guys did. Um, you guys did just generally. Like bad movies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but one I don't know. This is gonna come from kind of like a different uh, spectrum. I think I'm looking at other bad movies, and like I could pick a couple of these that I really hated. But my first answer was genuinely from my favorite uh, genre, which, as I mentioned to you, is like romantic dramas or even rom coms. Mm-hmm. And I I would consider it this because I wouldn't know what other genre to consider this movie, but uh, American Beauty with Kevin Spacey. Oh, oh, we're about to have an argument. Uh oh. Do you love that one, dude? I dude, do. You really? Like I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I just recently watched it for the first time and I digged it. Trust me, I get why you were like turned off by it, but so, I did, I, I digged I'm, it. It's just not. Outside of the scenes with the roses, <laughs> it doesn't. Is this movie sexy because from what I'm looking at, it doesn't cinematically. Those are the only scenes that Jack do much likes. for me. <laughs> and then I think watching it in a modern context is even weirder with all the shit that we know about Kevin Spacey now. Oh well, yeah. So maybe if I would have watched it a while ago, I know. But for, I mean, for the sake that of the movie, sense. I just I just didn't. I felt like it got off kind of slow. I felt like there was a lot of weird escape routes written in the script like like the the neighbor's father uh being secretly closeted i was like all right good whoa 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 i haven't seen this movie yeah, yeah, sorry i'm thinking about seeing this but okay, that's not a way, huge I plot can. point no, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you it's not a huge plot point because you watch the movie and you're like yeah i can see that like you you can kind of guess at it you really can and then it happens and you're like oh that was a fucking easy little escape route for you there um it just yes. seemed like there was some some points where drama could have happened and then of course the the climax of the movie the right there at the end because i think it ends on the climax really i don't think there's a resol like a resolution really i think it climaxes and then it's over um it's just like a fucking oh like and, and like i could have written that like i that's an ending that like doesn't really have it doesn't leave me thinking it's like all I to- right. I totally get where you're coming from. Like when I when I watched it, there were those like bullet points where I was like, "Whoa!" It's like it, there's Kevin Spacey, and you know, you know everything that we know about him now. Yeah. Uh, he's chasing after quite literally like a high school girl. Is she high underage? School. I don't even. She's know, like sixteen. She's, yeah. Okay. Well, she might be eighteen. We don't know for a fact, but uh, a very young girl who is friends with his daughter in high school. He's like all into her and started working out and stuff for her. So yes, yeah. on the surface, it's a really weird movie, but I, I, it just, it kind of just like struck me as like almost like a coming of age kind of thing in the sense of like this guy snaps out of the trance of like how he's been living his life this whole time. Okay, and old. he, yeah, dude, he suddenly realizes like, I'm just, I'm whipped by my, 
wife. He hates like, his to wife. To the ump degree. Yeah. yeah, he hates his wife. He hates his life. He hates his job. All he wants is a 16-year-old girl, and he realizes how fucked up that is. So he starts changing his life. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. agree. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it some credit that, like, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's a terribly made movie. It's just one of my least favorites from the genre because it, like, Kevin Spacey's character is obviously really well written. I'm going to give it credit where credit is due. Um, some of the cinematic aspects are really, really awesome. Like I said, the roses scene is really, really cool. And some of the transitions between the scenes are, I mean, the gym scene, whenever he's first noticing that he, like, kind of digs his, his uh, daughter's friend, mm-hmm. it's... It's pretty intense, but all in all, there wasn't there wasn't much uh, for it or in it for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time that Jack is pouring his heart out, and I'm like, ref- like refuting respectfully. No one started are... pulling up pictures. Pulled up Gal Gadot, and then Gal Gadot glasses, and then just glasses. <laughs> We're just looking at a picture of black brow line glasses. I'm wearing those. I'm wearing those right now. <laughs> yeah, except you don't need to be wearing those. Actually, right now is the only time that you accept acceptably can be wearing Blue light. I'm telling you. I can you. accept you wearing them. Yeah, right now. But when you're walking about, fucking take those off. No. Yes. Don't even get me started. Because you don't need to wear okay, those. Okay, hold Jack. on. So here we go. If we're talking terrible movies, movies that we've hated since the first moment we saw them. Y'all remember the Fred movie? No, I never. Fred? I never watched it. I never Fred? watched. Fred? Oh, wait, wait, with John Cena. You know exactly yes, what I'm did. talking about. With John, John Cena was the dad. dad. Okay, guys. Okay, Dude, John guys. Cena, like, John, Dude, I'm pretty Fred sure movie. I have this. I'm pretty sure I have this exact scene like ingrained in my brain. Does John Cena not pop out of the refrigerator and Fred goes, "Dad"? Because I'm yes, pretty yes. sure nope, that's that a thing. Yep. No, I hate. I hated that movie. I hated that movie as a kid. I wanted to punch Fred. I thought <laughs> he was the most annoying. I mean, I'm a young child who has never been violent and never been like <laughs> confrontational. And I watched that movie, and it angered me so much that, like, even as a little, like, eleven, ten year old, I was like, I could, I could beat up Fred. I could beat this guy. <laughs> you know what? And I, Fred has three whole movies. I don't. I don't give a shit if Fred has three movies. The evil Bong has six movies. You obviously <laughs> don't need to make good movies in order to get follow-ups, but they are terrible. I mean, the actual actor, the actual actor is probably like twenty years old. Do you know, do you how know anything about him? Dignity? Because I do. I mean, okay. How little dignity does he have to have? No, so to so be, listen. He will. Uh, he he's a YouTuber now. He's a very successful YouTuber. He's. I'm pretty sure he's. He started off as a YouTuber. Yes, but he's like an actually like him himself, not Fred. Does he still he, do the voice? No, he is. Thank he's God. just He's a normal. He's a normal dude. He's oh, living in LA. He's his house. Yeah, like he. Yeah, you can see his house. He's doing his thing, and like yes, Fred is his past, and he can't get rid of that. But you know, I I don't know. Maybe he just he was. I don't know. I don't, I'm not gonna... This is pretty funny, though. This is pretty funny. It says, in, he has it set up like an architectural digest video, but it's really, and it's like inside his LA penthouse, but it's really like he just lives in a normal apartment complex. Yeah, like he's a normal <laughs> dude now. I video w- like that? That's hella funny. I, I'm gonna like that video. I wanna... And I'll uh, maybe watch it. I later. wanna stand behind like the dude as a regular guy. I will not fight in defense of Fred, ever, but... 
for for the dude's sake, he's like 28 now. Like he's moved on. 29. He's almost 29. 30. Wow. Which yeah, means he's 26. Lucas Crookshank. He was on he was 26. 26 years old. He's 26. So how old was he? Whenever I think Fred came out in what 2010, he, 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 2011. He was young. He was 16. Yeah, dude. He was he was an idiot. Oh. So next week, um, we we have a, a film that puts you in deep thoughts, a film that gave you depression, and a film that makes you feel happy. <laughs> so, real light one next week, real easy. Um, um, yeah, does you guys anything else you guys nope. have to add? Yeah, I want to add. Before I think we we're solid. Here? Good talking, everybody. Nolan, have fun editing this. This uh, this hour of footage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can't wait. Cannot wait.